0: hey this is ryan from another goddamn horror podcast coming to you from portland and Oregon. graham and graham what's up graham jonas jonas how's i'm it going? here too i'm here, here too you're here, here too uh we just wanted to give you a little information that we have cool stuff that isn't just our amazing
1: podcast we have we, so much more cool stuff
0: we have so much more cool stuff we have a um patreon
1: have you guys checked the out army the, patreon? Of the goddamn army of the yeah. goddamn do you want Dude, to be we a, fucking we sold out man we have the patreon
0: we have a patreon we uh you know you know we're apparently just capitalists at our heart and um <laughs> so i want you to go uh over to patreon check it out it's a uh, aghp as in another goddamn horror podcast aghp 666 number of the beast at patreon so uh yeah aghp 666 number of the beast at patreon
2: we also have uh, the gore store over at teespring.com um, with featured products such as the skull Destroyer sweatshirt, um, some classic AGHP logos, some sweatpants, and a pillow.
0: Can you wear those sweatpants on the subway in New York? Is that, is that cool? Is that, uh,
1: it is, is
2: now legal to wear these sweatpants in New York subways. I, I
1: need to have one of my friends that can fill out the sweatpants better, wear the sweatpants, and do them and and do them proud because I sweatpants be
2: and nunchucks are now allowed in New York. <laughs> Listen, sweet. there
1: you have to have a nunchuck license in New York to carry nunchucks, and I'm really pissed off that I don't have a nunchuck <laughs> license. I like I knew <laughs> that you had to have one, and now I don't have that, and you've reminded me, and it angers me that I do not have one of those things. I will tell you what I do have, though. I have the link to our link tree. Which really? is where all of our shit is at. Like, so if you didn't get those other two, you can go to linktr. So that's l i n k t r dot E-E slash a g h p six, six six six, and you can find all of our stuff, all of our old episodes. You can find our Patreon link. You can find our our Teespring link. You can find all sorts of cool shit. And uh, that one again, linktree does the weird lo- the weird ones. L i n k t r dot e e slash aghp666
0: and we appreciate everybody for checking us out get ready for the episode start some fires and break some blocks from the darkest corners of the podcast dungeon you have come across another goddamn horror podcast with Graham Faye Show this
1: and Ryan Danby.
0: <laughs> Welcome, everybody. To yet another goddamn horror podcast, do you like that, Graham? I sang it a yep. little bit. I, put I a little, like it, I put a little it's, uh, I put a little English on that, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's because that new intro is sick, you got a new intro is sick. Um, um. And you know, like I I since I produced the show, I don't know if everybody listening to it knows that, but like I put it all together and uh I've heard the old intro so much, it's still like really weird to me to like start with like the new intro. But I'm pretty yeah, pretty pretty stoked about it. Um so it's just Graham and I today. Uh, Jonas is an airplane um somewhere. Uh, he he said he was over North Dakota the last time he talked to us. Um, we we can't like just for anybody the little behind the scenes that we can't go like three hours without uh Messaging each other some shit um, on this <laughs> podcast. So, um, uh, but he messaged us uh, from space uh, above North Dakota, and uh, he wasn't able to make the show, which is good because we uh, kind of can't. We don't really like that guy much. That anyway. uh, I called yeah. it
2: North North Dakota
0: North Dakota because, yeah. because I'm in a chat with two stand-up <laughs> comics. <laughs> yes. You're like, I'm going to be really funny. Anyways, uh, I'm going to do the weather really quick. Uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, still hot. Um. Still, like, uh, I don't know. I guess these are just hot summers now. I don't know. It's like ninety every day, and it's like uh, I don't know. Like, people complain that it rains here all the time. I would fucking beg for some rain. Um. Of course, like, houseless people are like, "Dude, shut the fuck up." But uh, you know. But um, yeah, it's the way it is. Uh, Graham, how's a uh, how's Flatbush?
2: Uh, it's fine. It, it was uh, yeah, it was fine. I went up <laughs> to the nest today.
0: Just yeah, how was to that?
2: Stop by. It was all right.
0: The Nest is where, um, if anybody doesn't know, is where Graham works. Um, um, it is a, a cool little venue off of Flatbush Avenue in Flatbush, Brooklyn, um, where we had our uh, mediocre attempt at um, uh, a horror festival last year. Yeah, uh, but uh, but the the the, the, <laughs> the uh, yeah, it was great. It was fun. Um, I mean, it was it was it was what it was. i
2: had fun seeing you i had fun seeing you
0: too <laughs> um but that being said we, we need to redo that again someday but um we are going to but anyways uh graham you want to we want to welcome our I, uh, my favorite part about the intro of the show is just watching graham squirm because we have somebody <laughs> sitting in the, in, in the seat so yeah. it makes me insane
2: yeah uh well today i'm super excited we have jess euler uh, star of one of my favorite uh horror comedies massacre academy Jess yeah. thank you so much for being here
3: thank you for having me on I, thank you both of you and Jonas in space thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jonas is uh, Jonas is in space I, 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 I hope he's uh I hope he's happy wherever he is what do you think what do you all think that Jonas is thinking right now
3: um uh, probably a crying baby yeah it's- Point.
0: <laughs> yep yep, yep. <laughs> it's probably like yeah Somebody <laughs> might be him <laughs>
3: you
0: know what's crazy is I actually hung out with Jonas this last week we uh, did a comedy show in Yakima Washington um together that's with right his hometown and uh I, I drove out from Portland to Yakima which is you know three hours or so and uh we actually hung out y'all should have been there but you weren't so um you know you know, so well uh anyway
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so Jess you were, uh, I, I got to see you I, I discovered you in Massacre Academy um, And you blew me away The movie's incredible um, Without spoiling anything You know because it's not even really out yet Can you tell us A little bit about it
3: um, So Massacre Academy Starts a couple years after um, Some traumatic events in Orristown, Pennsylvania um, My character uh, Chris her, basically her parents were murdered by Kearney, uh, which is uh, the clown killer of Orristown. Um, so what's really awesome and what really drew me to the character is, it's like, you never see the after effects of a traumatic event in a horror movie and you see people picking up the pieces. And this is Chris picking up the pieces and trying to move on and she just mentally and emotionally can't. And her sister Maggie is now attending college and there's just this, there's so much tension, but then these events start happening again and people start dying and they're like, is Carney back? I thought Carney was dead. He drowned, he's at the bottom of the lake. Um, so it's this mystery, it's it's comedy, it's horror, but at the center of it, it's, it's healing. It's how do you move on from that? And I just thought the character was so, there was so much depth to it. Um, which growing up watching a lot of slashes i'm like well there's more to this than what i watched when i was younger so it was great
2: that yeah that's uh oh go ahead were you gonna say something <laughs> no no, oh, no sorry oh uh yeah well um so you were uh you kind of blew me away so i went in ready for kills and stuff <clears throat> sort of like an 80s throwback almost and uh it it the, the kills and everything, it looks awesome, but it was the it was the characters that actually like drew me in and got me like full on. And there's a scene where you have an argument with Maggie, Mags, with Sierra Mitchell, I believe, who is also on our show. Uh, uh, but um, that blew me away and, and that whole scene, and then it leads into a wonderful other scene. But um, yeah, so how long have you been acting? Like, was this your first big, I, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place.
3: There. Um. <laughs> I guess uh, you could say I've been acting since I was a wee kid. So I'm an only child, and my mom always like was recording me, and I was doing like impressions. I loved watching movies even as a kid. Um, I mean, I guess some movies I shouldn't have. Like I mentioned this story many times, but my dad is the one that introduced me to horror when I was like two or three. I saw Halloween too. Um, but yeah, two or three.
2: That's pretty.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mom was freaking out, but I'm just sitting there like, no, this is cool. <laughs> it was right
0: it's yeah. is, is, is halloween 2 wait I, I'm, I'm getting mixed up is that the one with the thumb in the eye of the of the paramedic mm.
1: that, No, that's might
0: be f- four or five anyway sorry anyways mm. go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um
3: what i remember most is he's chasing uh michael is chasing uh laurie through the basement
1: mm.
3: of the hospital and that was the most like tense scene um but yeah I apparently was unfazed sure. as, a, as a toddler so <laughs> on down this right. path but yeah then I got into um plays and musicals in um middle school and high school I actually didn't do film until college and I was just like an extra because we had like Pittsburgh filmmakers out here and all like indie student films so I started getting involved and then it was like 20 2019 2018 19 I got more and more with the indie scene and i met a lot of people And just from there so i've been acting consistently probably four years now
1: awesome that's
2: all yeah and so the the pittsburgh scene sounds it seems pretty vibrant as far mm-hmm. as indie horror yeah. um <clears throat> i know uh, that's where mark Cantu is is based out of um and uh you're working on or you just finished uh another movie with him right
3: yeah so we just wrapped wolf hollow um so it's about werewolves we have some of the gang back from massacre and then we have a lot of new people um not new but like new people for for us to work with which was awesome uh lynn lowry was in it felissa was back in it um hannah fairman was in it uh but it was okay so you really like my character in this um i am a bitch <laughs> in- <laughs> <laughs> I am a see you next Tuesday and uh, my goal was to be the most hated character and every nice. time people were like I just wanted to punch you in the face I'm like thank you so much
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's freaking great yeah. It's, it's, that's um, got to be a lot of fun to like really like just like tap in that side of you and just like let that loose you know what I mean like we yeah. just don't get to we just don't get to do that as people you know what I mean are
3: like, fun. Right. yeah
2: um <clears throat> Yeah, like I was saying earlier, the characters in in Massacre Academy, and I, I'm going to assume we'll follow, too, uh, are, are really great. There's a, um, a few in Massacre Academy, uh, like Debbie and Riot Ronnie, are, mm-hmm. are a couple of my favorites. Um, and and Dr. Uh, Doctor Brady?
3: Stephanie. Uh, yeah, Dr. Brady. Stephanie.
2: <laughs> she's incredible. Um, <laughs> and just the characters are really well written, and, 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 and that's what I think... Kind of set, master Academy. I watch a lot of indie horror, uh, you know, and and this jumped to like it, it was a level above everything that it. I, I thought I was expecting it to be, and it was because of the characters. Um,
3: yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark has, and with Wolf, Wolf, Wolf Hollow too. Like, there's there's this theme in Wolf Hollow, and there are some really really intense like intimate scenes, like you. Trust me, you're going to get your gore with this one and your kills. But it's even when I'm supposed to be sitting there, bitch face, and I'm trying not to cry, it's because of these intense emotional scenes that Mark writes and these characters, and it's it's great. And I can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, and, and I love a good werewolf movie. You know what I mean? It's so like, much. It's, it's just like um, – they're few and far between you know what i mean we don't get inundated with them i mean like there are zombie movies galore you know and i'm this this is not i love zombie movies i love vampire movies i love we get like zero like and i'm from werewolf like county <laughs> stop! Yeah. you know what i mean like i like like I american werewolf in london is really like my my base level movie it's like mm-hmm. it's a little campy a little funny it's super gory it's like you know that's like it's a monster movie i love you know i think that the I think werewolves are like more like proper monsters than like a lot of like other other horror you know what i mean and uh um mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just kind of get into this thing where we don't, we don't, which I'm good with because I would rather have them like less be good than like, right. You, you know what I mean. Like I'm uh, quality over quantity on the on the werewolves, and um, so I'm really, I'm really excited to see this one. Uh, it's, a, it's a big part of my deal. So,
3: yep, it's the um, year like creature features and cryptids. It's so interesting because like now I've seen a couple other Indie go-go's for werewolf movies and cryptids there's a mothman movie i did a proof of concept with a jersey devil i did like a a possible tv pilot for bigfoot thing like it's just really cool to see all this stuff coming out now um they're awesome but let's let's explore more of that that side
2: oh yeah
0: no and i think and i think cryptids i think I like a god a great jersey devil movie like what a like what a great um the only one who ever like really dabbled in it was there was an X file episode about the Jersey mm-hmm. Devil and um, and it's, okay. um, but like what a great concept for like, you yeah. know what I mean or like or like a proper like chupacabra movie with like a full like you know like, yeah like, like like Mexican cast and like they're battling like a chupacabra in a small town or some shit yeah. like that I'm I'm way down with with cryptid wars you know what I mean like uh,
2: yeah. yeah about that I like it. um so. What's it like for you on set when you go on? Like, I'm super curious about like a, a Mark Cantu set. <laughs> uh,
3: well, I
2: like I know I, you're not I, there the whole time, but like, sorry. what's it like you walking in?
3: Uh, me walking in, uh, it depends on who's there. If Brian Saponis is there, I'm usually like, ugh, I'm leaving just as a running joke. <laughs> um, uh, walk in, it's Warm, welcoming, um, crack jokes. I mean, we, we get down to business. I, I turn it on and I can, you know, get get into character. But it's very, I don't feel nervous about asking questions or being like, hey, can we do this again? It's, it's one of those open environments that you can, you know, you as a, a performer is great. Um, I've been yeah. really lucky to work with directors and crew that I'm comfortable with and i don't mind you know just asking for a little more time or a little bit more direction and stuff
2: that's I gotta to, be I, so helpful
0: i need to start doing that during stand up like just to the crowd <laughs> just be like just you know i didn't really like the way that joke landed yeah. you all mind if i <laughs> do this Can you mind if i do this again you know what i mean i just need a little bit more time it i'm just to start pulling that shirt. how long are you usually <laughs> on set
3: it depends um Mark, Mark works efficiently because he does a lot of, um, pre-production, but the last day that we were on set, it was a lot of, um, prosthetics and gore. So I was there till I got home around 3am, which I was like, man, I haven't done this in a while. I'm tired, but it's cool. Like I, I don't mind because that's my happy place. You know, I don't mind the long nights on set when it's efficient. Now, going back to my early days, I remember long hours on set where I was just sitting around and nothing was being done. And I hate that, I hate it. But if my time is being used and like, you know, everything's running smoothly, that's cool. So it just depends, depends on
0: what we're filming. I can imagine that. I would uh, say I was a uh, extra on a movie not too long ago and uh, <laughs> and it was fine movie. Like, I'm yeah. sure it's gonna be really good it's still filming um yeah. but uh but I did spend a whole lot of time as an extra doing absolutely nothing where they figure yeah. stuff out and it was what? just a little like I mean like I'll take the money to look at my phone oh yeah you know what I mean like I'm probably gonna be <laughs> doing I'm probably gonna be doing that at home anyways but um, but excuse me um but um but uh, you know like also like you know go ahead and like let's let's get it together so I like the idea that a lot there was a lot that Mark does a lot of pre-production so you can just get there and just yeah bang it out you know what i mean i
3: forget who i was talking to i think it was a makeup artist and we were discussing about um like what they teach you in film school and i'm asking about like well for writers directors or whatever do they go over budgeting or like efficiency and pre-production she goes uh the school she went to she's like not really that much and i go ah okay well that's that's a failure on their part because it's so You want to get your idea out there. You want to be creative and you want to make your art, but you need to be successful in other aspects. So like the pre-production is so important. So you're not wasting everybody's time and getting as much done as you can beforehand will help you be more successful. And well, like your actors are not sitting around and getting tired, not doing anything so they can give you a better performance.
0: Sure. I mean, like, like in, in restaurant speak, we call it mise en en place, like you, uh, everything in its place. I mean, like in, in culinary school, like you just, you know, you get all your, you you chop all your shit first, you get everything. So you can actually just then focus on cooking as opposed to trying to do a million things at once. So, um, yeah. And that's a, that's a, that's a great thing to bring to it. So, uh, Mm -hmm. shout out to Mark Cantu for having his mise en place in in, in place. uh, Right. sure he makes a great great stock or some sort um but Still, um go. No, go, no go ahead graham
2: oh i was uh, just gonna ask so is, is horror your go-to like is that your happy place or are you uh, do you love all film
3: i love most film most okay. i am not a romantic comedy type of person i mean i would i would try it um Ironically, I did just do a nice film, as my mom calls it. My mom's been begging me for years, like, please do something where you're not, like, covered in blood. Like, can you do <laughs> something for <where you're> not... <laughs> So I did my first 48-hour film competition um, in July. And mm. we got two genres we got were uh, coming of age or film de femme, which is, like, a strong female character. And we had to use – the character we had to use was a chef, and his name was, like, Frankie Murray – So we came up with this idea about this uh, young woman we use coming of age, but it was more coming of like quarter life age where she's at this job and it's just your office job. You can see the glazed over look on her face when she's just typing away, but she really loves baking Um, that she's at actually Rick and Stephanie played my parents in it. And um, Mm. it was the whole, well, why aren't you happy? You're making money type of thing. And you know i feel like we've all kind of been there with some people we've had this conversation where they just don't understand um this non-traditional path so i showed my mom i was like look here's a montage of me baking cupcakes with my boyfriend look how cute it is um so that's her nice film but other than that poor makes me happy yes uh
0: See, at the end, you should have, like, had, like, killed the boyfriend and started yeah. baking, baking, yeah. Baking, <laughs> baking them into shit just to, like... <laughs> so when people are like, you like making money, and you'd be like, yeah, no, actually, I'm just going to do this baking, and then people start eating right. that good. Then it's good, and you're like, it's made of human. You yes, know what right. I mean? It's, it's some shit like that.
3: It's yeah. my Sweeney Todd cupcakes.
0: <laughs> exactly, 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 exactly. But,
3: yeah, I love horror. Um, I want to do more drama and thrillers, which my next feature I'm filming in October, November is like a mystery thriller. Uh, so I'm really excited to do that. Uh, but I want to do everything. Period pieces, superhero. I don't care. I want to well, do it
0: all. I'm a big superhero <laughs> fan. Um, I, I always have been, uh, I know that you're into superheroes. What, what do you, what do you like superhero wise? Um, <laughs> yeah, Batman. The, the <laughs>
3: He's my favorite. Everybody. Yeah. All
2: right, to- rank rank all the movies. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: Uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> oh, you
3: can't do that.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's too. Um, um, how about what's the worst Batman movie? There you
3: Batman movie. Um, well, I refuse to see. I I am petty. I refuse to watch any of the Ben Affleck Batman ones. Mm-hmm. I can't. Oh. I can't.
0: I I I mean I don't you know I just like you know I and when he when he got it everybody's like oh Michael Keaton was like like uh you know like uh, everybody hated Michael Keaton and when, when they did Heath Ledger everybody complained about that and so maybe Ben Affleck can do it and um I, I will say I didn't hate Affleck in the in the uh um, the Snyder cut of the uh, uh, that yeah. was that was okay you know what I mean just because he was fine in it um I, I don't know. I Do wanna, you just hate Ben Affleck? It's not that I hate Ben Affleck. It's no, no, like, Jess.
3: Jess. I, okay, so I have this memory in my head because I used to play a lot of Tony Hawk Underground and, mm-hmm. and right. the, the American Wasteland one. They have a, a celebrity coming out of a limo and they called him Ben Hooflick and I can't unhear that and he's literally butt-chin Ben Hooflick to me. So i don't know
2: I, so you just can't he's take not my it son. seriously
3: yeah I, I can't
2: i just can't I'll, <laughs> that's fair someday,
3: someday i may give it a chance but i grew up and michael keaton was my batman and kevin sure. Conroy too but the 92 batman i've watched a million a million times over and over again um yeah i i don't know Ugh. you know
0: i'm just gonna put this out there um uh, Michael Keaton is just way better at everything than yeah. almost everything, every uh, than, than almost <laughs> any other actor. So like kind of comparing Ben Affleck who's who's okay but he is a little one note. You know, and um, and it's like, and I mean, not, not to complain about Ben Affleck. He's fine. I like Goodwill Hunting and other shit he's in. I guess. Um, I mean, I don't, I can't like rattle off a bunch of Ben Affleck stuff I like, sure. but I, I don't have any problem with the guy. I think he's a good guy. I've watched him uh, stick up for good shit on on like Bill Maher once and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I got a problem with Ben Affleck as like a like a, like as a being as a, person. a person. But like, but but Michael Keaton is like a fucking treasure. Like yeah. Michael Keaton can play like serious ass shit, like mm-hmm. movies like Birdman and and this and that. And he also is like Beetlejuice, and he's also yeah. and if you ever seen the Kenneth Branagh, um, um, uh, much ado about nothing, he's he's also like super. Uh, have you seen that, Jess?
3: No, I've seen. I love Kenneth Branagh's Othello though. Yeah. Um, that's I love that
0: adaptation. Yeah, check out the Much Ado About Nothing. It's super, super good. And Michael Keaton, he's one of the cops in it. And it's like, it is, I mean, he's just hilarious. He's just a physical comedian. And mm-hmm. he's also, you was know. He in, men- like
2: clean and sober too. Yeah, he was in clean yeah. and sober.
0: He's also he that was right? also he was also was he a stand up. I think he, he was, was a scholar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. And uh and he, he was a stand up comic. You know, to start with and so i mean the guy is just like uh the guy is just and he was like a good stand-up film. yeah not uh, like one
2: of those like goofy 80s ones that no, are just caricatures he,
0: he had uh he had good he had good jokes and uh yeah. like and he's just like so so anybody wants to compare like affleck or damon matt damon or any of these people to fucking michael keaton <laughs> like i mean like i yeah. mean like I have I just have this special place in my heart for people who can do like really like a physical comedy is like such an incredibly challenging thing. Like there's just a place like you know as an actor, Mm -hmm. like there's a place you have to go in your mind and like almost like a shameless spot Mm
1: -hmm. to go
0: to to become a to to really get into like that character. And it's the same. I mean, really it's the same for, for, for most performers. There's this like zone in it, but to go to physical comedy to trust yourself to be funny in those situations to pull off like a be- like a beetlejuice like mm-hmm. i just like I, c- I couldn't do it like i just couldn't go out there and act like it. you know what i mean i just couldn't i couldn't pull that out of me so like i like i um so yeah um uh, michael keaton i know you're listening um so, we'd love uh, to have you on yeah we'd love to have you on and i can and i'll talk about how much I like. <laughs> it. did you um, guys
3: see my uh my cosplay for the steel city con that just happened
2: no did so you do I, bane
3: no i have
2: some of you were with okay yeah
3: i have back well i did scarecrow i have a scarecrow cosplay mm, that's so um good. and yeah miranda chapman who did all the effects for massacre she does like cosplay creation we lo- oh we lo- there you are there you are. <laughs> 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 uh but miranda chapman make made the gauntlet with the retractable needle fingers for scarecrow and but this past steel city con i was like oh alicia Silverstone is going to be there oh i have a batgirl costume oh i had a sign that said movie canceled looking for work. oh that's
2: right <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> that was really great. Actually. It was
3: fantastic. I got so reactions people were like laughing and then people were going like, oh too soon
0: too <laughs> soon. <laughs> um and that's uh what a I mean I don't like should we even get into that like it like it's such a shame. It's I mean DC a, is
2: kind of just falling apart in general right now. But it, yeah. but it,
0: but it's but it's the HBO guy, right? That's like
2: Well, it's Discovery bought HBO yes. or something and now they like cut like a shitload of stuff they pissed off a ton of their talent now it's like it's gonna awful. be bad
3: news the sesame street they like deleted all these sesame street episodes and then they're firing all these people and now i don't know I it's don't pretty know gross
2: happens. actually yeah
0: like sesame street a should have never left uh no public like like it the, should the, have the...
2: its own channel it that should... doesn't have to deal with
0: it should be it should be free to everybody and it shouldn't be in the hands of people who pinch pennies and are it just like Never. it's just it's just not meant for those people you know what i right. mean like it's not like a property that you just like like anyways i can you know like, like right
3: no that was not the intention like the intention of it was just educating kids and then look look where we are you know yeah it's, exactly Society. But yeah, yeah the absolute. whole Batgirl thing. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, part of me is like, I'm so pissed off about we're allowing other things to be released after all the shenanigans that are going on, right? Uh, and yeah. that you finished this movie, and instead of I don't know, putting effort into it or fixing whatever you think is wrong, you're just gonna can it for a tax break. I don't know but the other part of me is like oh so there's still a chance that I could be back <laughs> that's <right. laughs>
2: exactly that's perfect um, yeah and th- that's right like aren't they like trying to figure out what to do with the flash movie well that dude's being a fucking gross psychopath yeah
3: yeah well it was gonna be released on it e- there was there was like a couple options they like, either Still send it to theaters, go on a press tour, but the press tour would be completely overshadowed by questions about him, them, sorry, them. Um, And, uh, or you released HBO Max, which is falling apart, like we just said. Um, I I don't know. I I don't know what the answer is to that. You can't, although they say that they can't go back and reshoot it, I, I don't
0: know. I don't know. Uh, yeah I, like it's a it's a confusing anyways um and i'm i'm of the opinion that i really like to see like the the female superheroes and i really i think that's like been a really great part of this this whole era is that we've gotten to see different superheroes and you know and yeah for different, different looking humans you know than than the classic you know what i mean and i, I just think that's just so important for for the world you know just to just to see you know what i mean like and i mean like we don't like you know like i'm just like a white guy you know what i mean and i like i remember like showing my daughter the donna's record and she like looked at it and like she looked on the back and it was like four women and Mm -hmm. in the band and she like you just watched it like click like i can do this and like like sadly that's like that's how i like because we get taught zero empathy or any sort of like understanding of how how that how that shit looks and uh and so like you know what i mean so like the idea that they're just gonna can a fucking batgirl movie but keep like like, is, is that just like a like an Did he do like a sexual assault or something like that? Or did he just grab a woman? Was it like what, what he's he... he's also like got a, a woman kidnapped in his yes. house in Vermont.
3: There's kids missing too,
0: or yeah, something. Yeah, it's insane.
2: I, I it, it's really nuts. Yeah, just, yeah just just like gross.
0: just just stop, like yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just just stop, <laughs> like I just like like I don't care how much money, like, like you, like, like. Like, there's cancelable things, and like, yeah, and and, and I'm even good with like a lot of that shit, but like, but like, but like that, that's not even like cancelable. Like, why would you, why would you still go see that movie when you're like, when you're like, you can't? This this dude is like a, like, like a literal, like a literal psycho. Yeah. Like, like, yeah
2: um yeah but yeah uh, i do really love uh all the the female comic book superheroes coming in i one of my favorite parts of Endgame was like the a force just sort of nod Mm -hmm. like, and captain marvel i know it got heat but like i fucking loved it i thought it was better than wonder woman (laughs) i i
3: love captain marvel and i know people i think people's arguments were like well she's too powerful i'm like okay well superman like
0: I mean, Wolverine, (laughs) I mean, all of these, all of these characters are like, like Superman, the Hulk, Wolverine, like all of these characters are so overpowered that the only way to make a good movie with them is to like, either have them fight somebody of similar power or to somehow have their power decreased. Um, you, You know, I mean, which, you know, because otherwise it's just like a Superman just shows up and then just can handle anything you know what i mean like, like so so basically you have to make it so like you have to make it so he's just normal in some yeah. regard you know what i mean which is which is yeah. a weird weird thing it's um, not what you want to see either right <laughs> you're like like so you're like uh, i have that with clark kent like <laughs> so like so miss marvel and it's just like no she's just, she's just a badass like yeah, yeah, just, fuck, yeah. i mean that's, that's okay. We can have another badass superhero. You know what I mean? Like- oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: I loved Captain Marvel. I actually named my um. I had a cat, a big orange cat. And his name was Goose.
0: Nice. Uh, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. I'm a I'm a spider I'm a spider uh, Spider-Man person myself, but I'm actually now more of a Miles Morales Spider-Man guy. I grew up on Spider-Man, but like I love Miles Morales, and uh, and I actually wish they would. Um, I've uh, I've semi pitched this uh, to some comic book friends of mine a Batman a Miles Morales kind of version of Batman, like a kid mm-hmm. who grew up kid who grew up poor, and uh, huh? his, and his parents were killed by or were killed by some wealthy people. Not just, you know, and then now his Now his thing is uh, And he has to, like, build all his bat shit Like, with his, like, uncle Who uh, who like, yeah. runs, like, a chop shop In the hood, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> what, that, <laughs> Cool almost, But he would uh,
3: go after, like, the white collar crime like tax fraud and exactly all-
0: exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. like you know just like people like you know who are like uh the slum lords and like uh like <laughs> you know being, what I
2: mean? beating the shit out of people that couldn't really fight back it <laughs> would be <laughs> so
0: so amazing um would be because great, yeah because we all have to be honest and this is talked about a lot but like batman could solve like a ton of the crime in the city by just like writing a check you know what I mean? It's like he's it's like he's like I'll dress up like a bat and beat up these people instead of just like solving poverty in Gotham City. But anyways, um.
3: it's true. I will admit that It's
2: true. Um, well, I I want to bring this up because I know uh, you're a big AEW fan. I know Ryan's gonna hate this part, but uh, but yeah. So you're a big AEW fan, as as am I. Um, who are your favorite? Uh, wrestlers right now in AEW.
3: gosh um
2: okay how about this is easier uh who do you want to win tonight cm punk or moxley
3: okay i love moxley but cm punk needs to win because mjf needs to come back and that's how mjf becomes champion he's the best heel in the game in the game um and we haven't had a true heel champ since Kenny, but Kenny was still so beloved. Like, yeah, he's, he's loved
2: by everybody anyway. They were just like, yeah, yeah. be awful. That's great. And like MJF yeah. like elicits like visceral hatred. It's so good. Yeah. He's amazing at it. And uh, yeah, I think that's actually uh, great. Yeah, Moxley, uh, you know, he fucking killed it all summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Mox and, and- is
3: pop- he's up there. Mox is up there for me just because he's so real like for as you know wrestling spoiler scripted but he (laughs) you can feel the heart in him especially everything he's been through he looks great he's doing great i love his wife i love his wife's podcast i listen to her all the time um but mox is up there i i love i'm a new new fan of dan Housen because of how ridiculous oh
1: yeah
3: (laughs) he's so ridiculous
2: ryan um, you would love dan housing do you, you know about dan
0: housing right i well we talked I, we want, i want to get him on the show just because he looks me like, too he, he would fit in the show <laughs> so i kind of looked into him and i'm like yeah he looks pretty cool yeah. uh, I, i'm just curious uh, is junkyard dog still wrestling or no. uh no okay um how about um <laughs> how about ricky the steamboat dragon he was, on, he, he, he was on was he <laughs> yep <laughs> nice you i was always I was I was always a Ricky that I you know what so it, it, like also like I can talk I can actually blend superheroes with this I've always been a fan of like I liked Ricky the Steamboat Dragon because he wasn't like a big huge dude yeah. he was just like a good wrestler and he was just kind of like he was just all about like athleticism and like yeah. and in this and where also I feel the same way about superheroes where I've always like everybody liked really overpowered Superheroes when I was a kid, and I was always like a Spider Man. I always loved Daredevil. You know, I mean, like Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man would get his ass kicked. You know, and um like I have a, a sp- lot. I had a Spider Man versus Wolverine deal, and like Spider Man gets shit kicked out of him, and like, and um, and uh, I think he ends up winning the fight. But at one point, like, like, like he's getting his head punched through like a like a gravestone. You know what I mean? Like, and um, it's pretty okay. um Um, but it's um, you know, so I um. Uh, you know so i like so i like to hear that ricky the steamboat dragon is back because he was always just like kind of a little dude and people i'd be like everybody was like oh i love i love hulk or i love blah 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 blah," and i'm like nah i'm about i'm all about that i'm all about the the
2: piper guy ah
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a uh I'm a Portland guy. He's lived in he's from Portland. Um uh, you know he was a he was a Portland, Oregon guy. Um yeah, yes. I'm an
3: attitude era baby. So my first okay. match I ever watched, I just I don't even know how I found wrestling. Um I was flipping channels when I was like nine, and all of a sudden there's the Dudley boys putting somebody through a table. This is great. Yeah. Is <laughs> my mom, once again, not a fan. Um, She wound up limiting it to like one night a week. So I had to pick. At first, at first I was cool because they had Sunday Night Heat. So I could catch up on Raw and SmackDown because it was yep. a show. And then they got rid of Sunday Night Heat. So I watched SmackDown because I think that The Rock was just on SmackDown at one point. Um, But yeah, it, I grew up watching The Rock was my favorite. Um, He was just so so good on the mic um, oh yeah so over the top and then like stone cold and like there's just classic matches between The rock stone cold triple h the rock and triple h felt like they just went at it for years and now triple h is running the show
2: i'm kind of psyched about that whole thing but yeah uh, Mm -hmm. the rock was unreal in the in when i was in college that's when the the attitude era was really going and my friends and i were just the obnoxious people that walked up to everybody, strangers, and would ask them questions, and they be like, it doesn't matter, like, right after they start, like, so, like, yeah, The Rock, Stone Cold, Mankind, those are, like, the three that I really dug. Um, I, I, I first started watching with my grandfather. I saw the first WrestleMania with my grandfather, and, and then Piper was sort of the one that I met him and sort of, like, ended up loving wrestling through that when i was around nine and yeah I, i've continued i lost it like the mid 2000s like when edge yeah. and randy orton were like the big stars i didn't really care um yeah. but then cm punk came around and kind of like lit everything back up and right now aw is just there's just some fire there that that even with triple h coming back i, I don't think wwe will see because they're too big it's too much yeah. about money even though aw is definitely money but like i don't know there's something there and yeah
0: i love it. who's a better wrestler um i've never seen mind you i've never seen any of these people do anything uh who's a better wrestler? john cena or the rock like actually at wrestling not maybe not who you like but who's a more skilled wrestler
2: physically technically in the ring yeah jess you want to go
3: that's <sighs> Okay, so I was- It's not easy. (laughs) It's not easy because it's like, because now I'm so, like, I've grown as a wrestling fan and I see the different, like, uh, growing up, there was only WWE. That was it. But if you sit, like, because my my boyfriend, I introduced him to wrestling and I showed him (laughs) AEW first and then he saw WWE and he laughed because their style is so different. Um, Tech, okay. Who puts on a better show for me? It would be The Rock. It would be The Rock,
2: yeah. I'm gonna give the edge to Cena. The Rock is definitely more electrifying and wasn't at his peak, he he beat Cena every time. But Cena continued to try to learn new moves Mm -hmm. late into his career. And I kind of have to give props to that. That's pretty cool. He was pulling out like, like Canadian Destroyers like, right, w- right. With Kevin Owens, like and now I was like, Oh, you've never even thought about doing that until recently. And that's mm-hmm. pretty cool that you're trying. So
1: yeah. I I fell, off,
3: I fell off probably in like twenty ten. So I missed I missed the Shield. Like I would watch like catch up things. So I missed when Kevin Owens came in, Sami Zayn, The Shield. Um I I was probably gone from twenty ten till about 2018. And then I got back into WWE a little bit. And I'm like, this is okay. And then AEW came out and I go, holy shit. This-. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause they were doing stuff that WWE refused to do for years, for years. And it was for me, because it is like choreographed stage fighting and it's performance. What can I watch? And that suspension of disbelief, like, and I'm like, Oh, this, this looks Real, you're doing a great job. AEW has been
2: winning in that. AEW looks much realer. It looks <laughs> much stiffer. Yeah. Um, how about Stone? Also, Co- how
0: about Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Was he cool?
2: Was he cool or like good in the ring? Good, in the ring. good in the ring. He, he wasn't, wasn't good in the ring. He wasn't <laughs> was never really no. good in the ring. He's more of
0: just like a cool character. Is absolutely, that one yeah. of the coolest. He was absolutely
2: oh. my favorite wrestler until Orange Cassidy came along.
3: Because he was that guy that was giving the boss the middle finger. Who doesn't want yeah. to give your boss the middle yeah. finger?
2: Yeah, right. he, he was the perfect anti-hero at a time yeah. when it needed it. Like it was, it was pretty great.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I discovered during lockdown, when wrestling kind of dried up, you know, mm-hmm. they were doing shows, but they felt weird and there weren't yeah. a lot. My horror intake jumped like exponentially. Um, mm-hmm. It was filling the void and I didn't realize that it was filling the void but horror and and wrestling are very very similar in my head, especially because it's good versus evil, it's pageantry, it, it's giant costumes and creatures and and, and characters and and it, it's and there's comedy and drama. It, it's it just covers horror covers wrestling and wrestling will cover horror. Like if I don't have the other, so when yeah. they're both on, well, I- like it's insane and I, I don't know what I'm doing. If you ever
3: watch a Nick uh Nick Gage match, those death matches, that's definitely horror.
2: A hundred percent, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm looking at a picture of Orange Cassidy right now, and um, he's very different than I thought he was going to be. Yep. Um, yeah, um like I like like honestly, it looks like I could beat him up. Um because yeah. y- uh so anyways, but no, oh and here's a picture of him with a thumb thing. Yeah, oh cool. Yeah, he uh, just yeah. he does a lazy thumbs
2: up. Uh he he, he barely talks, he's, he just doesn't really want to be there, but he's, yeah. like, he's, he's amazing. It's so, the character it says a lot about wrestling and wrestling fans and wrestlers at the same, it's very bizarre and meta and amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway.
3: I will say I like, um, I really like Chris Statlander too. Um, um. I, love, I love when she's doing the alien thing and I love her new like intense, her personality, I'm really bummed that she tore her other ACL, right? Her other
2: ACL, yeah, she just got back from tearing her ACL and just went under again with an injury. That sucks. Real quick, I want to tell you this story. Yeah. Um, at an outlaw show, it was Orange Cassidy and Chris Stantlander teamed up against, I can't remember who, but um, Orange was doing his his normal, like, not trying at all. Mm-hmm. And Chris Stantlander was was on, a, on the apron, like, being like, come on, come on, and he's kind of getting his ass kicked. So she started doing like a mind meld alien thing. And all of a sudden he turned it on and started kicking ass. And it was one of, that's when I decided he was my favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. Like I was like, this is brilliant. Like it was the coolest thing ever. So yeah, wow. those two are amazing.
3: Yeah. Ryan, you <laughs> should totally watch this. It's an awesome match. Um, it's called Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. You know what I'm talking about, Graham? Yeah. <laughs> Bryce Remfer- <laughs> okay
0: <interactive.
2: laughs> yeah definitely
0: check that okay i will totally watch it i will totally
2: check
3: that. and then you're gonna post about it and be like what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> um well right,
0: this we'll has been on. this has been yeah this has been a lot of fun jess you uh your you're, you should become a regular on our show. I, um, I feel like uh, uh, you you fit right in. In fact, you know what? Let's just kick Jonas off <laughs> and and have <laughs> just the our third. Hey. How about that? The, the, it's, yeah, good. yeah, that's you, good. You Just hey,
3: Not bad for running on no sleep. I get up at five a.m. every day for work, so this is whatever. No
2: filters. Appreciate it. All right, cool. Well, Sinister Six times. Six <laughs> opinion questions. Um, You get short answers if you want, or you can explain whatever you want. First one, Freddy or Jason?
3: Mm Freddy.
2: All right. What's the difference between thriller and horror? More blood. I like it. I like it. (laughs) What horror movie influenced your taste the most?
3: Ooh, um, The Exorcist, because it felt so real. And I only get scared when it's real life situations or you make me feel like it's real.
0: Sure. I mean, they did break her back doing that. So, <laughs> so, so, there's, some, so there's some realness. <laughs> to, yeah,
2: so. um, if you could erase one movie from existence, what would it be?
3: Jesus. Um,
2: it doesn't have to be horror.
3: Oh, man. I just had this conversation with a friend and we were all talking about what movie made us so angry that we wanted to walk out. And I can't remember what I said. I know there's some indie shit that I've seen. Like <laughs> uh, let's erase. Okay. Um, Halle Berry is a great actress, but if we could just erase the Catwoman movie, because mm. I feel like nobody wants to make a Catwoman movie now. And Selena Kyle deserves a good story
2: for sure. Good answer. Um, Are ghosts real?
3: Yes. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: All right. And last one: Midsummer or Hereditary?
3: Hereditary. Like i I've seen bits of Midsummer. It's great, but Hereditary. Toni Collette. Oh my
0: god. Yeah, she's she's a treasure. I mean, she really is. She's. the fact that she didn't win anything for for that, yeah. I mean, it's just like it just really like. And I hate to be like like. I mean, in, in the in the world slights, this is probably low on the list, but like horror, like it just shows like the bias against horror yeah. and, and those sorts of things because her performance in Hereditary was like cool. like <laughs> I actually like like it actually like bothered me. Like a yeah. bob, like a bob, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I was like like when she was like talking to him in the bed and like and like it, it was like it was just a little too real, like a little too like like it was to the point where like I almost like it was like I don't want to be like this is ugly, like I don't want to watch it. It's just really just like I don't I don't like I've been, I've been watching horror movies my whole life. I don't get bothered by shit. You know what I mean? And like that movie bothered me. Um, yeah, I I love I love Hereditary too. It's just so fucking.
3: Yeah, and there's no there's no excuse not to include horror now in these award shows like the big right. ones you can't you can't say that it's oh well it's this and that there is some really smart and beautifully shot horror films yep. like this some of the scenes from that first conjuring or insidious like yep. it's just it's beautiful what james Wan has done yep. um performance wise tony Collette and any of the jordan peele stuff like any 24 things you just can't not include them anymore
0: Yep, I know, and I fully agree. A twenty four neon fucking yeah, Jordan Peele's a great fucking call. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, and I like,
2: actually, wouldn't put uh, Nope in to to a category that like like the like the Academy Awards or anything.
3: I haven't seen it yet. That's still okay. on my list.
2: Okay, I don't. I wouldn't put in that just because this isn't really. It's not a spoiler at all. But it it, it feels more like a blockbuster than anything oh. else he's done okay that, that's
0: the only reason yeah but but for writing both get out and yeah. like hundred uh, percent and and us i mean like think about the writing behind us right. like i mean like like think about trying to tell that story and you can like you can say like maybe this was a little but but with like i mean us is a way better written movie than like the bane batman movie. Mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like it's just like it's like it's just like there, there was no clunkiness to it like it, yeah. it went it went back and forth through time i mean imagine trying to like script that all out you know yeah. what i mean like like to have that like run a like i mean like it's like pulp fiction or something like that like where you we could really say like how how do you how do you even really write this and anybody who like doesn't write like sit down and try to write something and be like and, and try to figure out how this is going to go together and 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 also like not feel clunky or a bunch of shit shoehorned into the thing you know what i mean like you know because there's so much going on in his movies and to have them have that like like that silky's like like smooth run through is fucking incredible and like i mean like like us is also like hilarious yeah. Like like you know what I mean? Like there's like great comedy in it, like good funny moments. And it's like that's uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe it's a little self-serving as a comedian, but I think being able to <laughs> be able to write comedy into like a movie like that is, is challenging. You know what I mean? Like,
3: One of my favorite movies in the past couple years was Candyman, was the, yep. the Candyman that came out because yep. I just I'm watching it. I'm like, this is beautiful. This is wonderful. Like I love the performances in it. Um and some of the kills, I was yep. like, that, that's so creative. And it, it to me, it was up there. It was up there. I should have won.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. The the when they told the stories with like the with like the puppets and like yeah. that, like that yeah. whole thing. And and like that whole decision to do that was just like so cool looking and like so like it kind of spoke to the art in the movie. And um yeah. also like I just think like that candy band movie. And I just got to quit reading what and thinking and caring what people say online about stuff because, like, a lot of people were complaining about it. And then I watched it and I'm like, this is just a really great fucking horror movie. Like, this yeah, is just yeah. like a, like, this is just a great, like, like a great horror movie. Like, I just, like, and from, like, I'm like, why, why, what what about this movie do you, like, at some point I feel like saying to these people, like, like you, what would you have said when, like, Friday the 13th 4 came out? You yeah. know what I mean? Like you, you, you know what I mean? Like where, where were you? You know where would you have been yeah. on that? Yeah, everybody's so critical. Like I'm mean, like I look at this shit. I'm like, God, we're we're so lucky.
3: You know to have
0: to have access to so much of this. You know what I mean? So
3: like Candyman and Black Phone. I've seen Black Phone twice already. Now Black Phone is it was less of a horror to me and more of like thriller suspense, but there was some seriously scary moments in there. Um, but just like Candyman, it is based on a real fear of children being snatched or children being sure. harmed. Yep. and I just think those two, those two were the highlights of the last like five years for me with with horror film
2: or films. I myself. was my favorite um, this year, and and I think in a long time is X, uh, mm. Ty West X yes. movie. I thought that would, it looked. I, I think it that should win for like set design or set production yeah. or whatever. That shit looked exactly like how i wanted a texas grindhouse modern horror to look like i don't know he just nailed the aesthetic perfectly
0: people people are co- complaining about x online all the time too and like and i've always just like are you kidding me like an older woman uh, spoiler alert an old woman and <laughs> a porn star to like a like a crocodile like, like, <laughs> you know, like, I, like that could as far as i'm concerned that could happen in every movie
1: you know what i mean like <laughs>
3: We saw the crocodile. We were all watching. It, it was uh, a bunch of us from Scare House, which is the haunted house I work at. We we've gone and we've seen a bunch of movies this past year. And I'm like, if they don't feed someone of that fucking crocodile, <laughs> I did that. So the guy, like the the ringleader of the porn group, he was from the he was from the ring. Um, he was um. The lead for Naomi Watts's boyfriend, right? And he got right. killed because came out of the um, the TV. Did he remind you of Mac and McConaughey? Because I just got McConaughey vibes. A little, bit. Vibes from
0: a little bit, a little bit, yeah. I yeah. think I think he was channeling a little McConaughey. I think, he, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, McConaughey, Texas, Texas and, uh, yeah, no, totally, totally. Um, well, the, and
2: what really set me off about X, actually, I think that added to the whole thing. I really like when movies do something extra, and and the 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 teaser at the end the trailer basically for pearl which nobody had told me what it was like everyone was just like just stay till post credits i was like all right and the whole movie i'm and this is amazing i was but in the back of my mind i'm like what are they gonna do Mm -hmm. like i I didn't and i and then it ended i was like oh there's not i don't know and then all of a sudden the fucking trailer for like a movie that's already done i'm like wow this is the best surprise ever (laughs) right (laughs) i love that kind of shit i also just saw this really cool thing uh there was a a virtual festival and two movies dropped at the same time. One was called the the third Saturday in October and the other was called the third Saturday in October part five Mm -hmm. and the filmmakers recommended that people watch part five first. And immediately I was like, I have to watch both of these in the order that they're telling me because I've never been told by filmmakers to watch the fifth one, before the first one and there aren't even two three and four so i'm already excited <laughs>
0: yeah. that's fun shit all yeah, right i love that guy um recommendation time um graham what do you What son do you of mean? a all right well
2: um let's see I've, I've been watching el santo uh uh movies the old the luchador the mexican mm-hmm. luchador um it, it, he he started in the 40s in mexico and and wrestled for like five decades and did 50 movies, uh, mostly in the 60s, 70s and 80s. And uh, I, I started watching a bunch of them and uh, I'll, I'll recommend uh, Santos in The the Treasure of Dracula. That one was pretty fucking great. It, it's like a hammer film, but like luchador time traveling. It's fucking bizarre and amazing. And this guy is like, he's, he's the biggest star in Mexico. It, uh, it, Lucha Libre is one of the biggest things in Mexico um, but he's in comic books. He's a folk hero, basically. Um, and he fights zombies, uh, vampire women. It's amazing. Uh, so, And a bunch of them are on Tubi, so you can check that out on Tubi. Cool. Uh, music-wise, I got—I think I've done this before, but End It's uh, Unpleasant Living EP. It's stompy, punchy, hardcore from Baltimore. Six songs in... Uh, Perfectly packed eight minutes, um, and then lotion uh, just dropped uh, a new single. Uh, it's L O T I O N with dots and everything. Uh, it, it, the, every last one is the name of the song. They have a full album called World Wide Web that you should check out. They're like crust synth punk, um, and I, I would uh, describe it as music. Uh, you would think would you would think what music would sound like in like twenty thirty if. Society had collapsed in the eighties. It's that's, fucking rad.
0: Uh, society kind of did collapse in the eighties, but uh, just, <laughs> we're just, we're just, it's just catching up with us. You know what I mean? Like it's been like the slow fall. But anyways, um oh, yeah. that's I the hear trickle you. down.
3: That's the trickle down. <laughs> oh, that's, <the>
0: trickle. <laughs> well, that's 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 the, that's it. what's actually trickling down.
3: Yes, I get it.
0: Yes, um, yeah, okay. Um, for that's you, you got any more?
2: One more. October 28th and 29th. Uh, I'm doing a Halloween, a uh, hollow weekend. The, the name is, is pending. I hate that name, but uh, it's a weekend of punk, hardcore comedy cover sets. And we will be doing a Brooklyn premiere of massacre Academy.
0: Woo! Go check uh, it out. I'm pretty
2: excited about that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Get to the, I'll nest. have more
2: details soon.
0: Okay. Get to the nest. Keep an eye on our social media. Um, yeah. And uh, head to New York, you know, like go to New York. Uh, people like uh, go there, get some food. Like uh, take the subway down to it's it's real quick. It's a great, it's an easy <laughs> subway ride. You just get on it, like you go anything that's going to Coney Island. You just get off in Flatbush, and like it's just an easy. What's the what's the station you get off? That's right next to it. Uh,
2: uh Prospect Park.
0: Yeah, you get off of the Prospect Park. It's super easy. Uh, do it, and then um, and then go to the Nest. Uh, they got great food upstairs. Um, and then, yeah, um, my recommendation is, is, uh, James Spader as Robert California highlights on YouTube. Um, <laughs> I have like, so I I, I guess I'm, I'm throwing the word treasure around a lot today, but I'm, but I mean it every time I say, it. I, I, I like, I actually, this is something that I ju- like, but Tony Collette, Michael Keaton, and you know what? James Spader is fucking amazing. And I don't think we get all I just don't think we've like he gets the love that he deserves for how many like like great and and the guy has like been in like he started out like in like you know he's he was amazing and pretty and pink and such a dick,
1: you know, and such a dick. Like,
0: such a dick and uh um but you know, but like he just like but he's also done like uh, you know like the S- secretary and Pratt and like all these other like movies that were like independent movies Stargate. And- Sargate and you know and uh, I, mean, I know he's on that, that, that show And stuff like that but if you go watch like With a little time away from the Office without like Watching it through if you go back and you Watch the Robert California character It's fucking incredible And like the, they were able to like Create absurdity that like that could fill the void of the absurdity left by Michael Scott but without mimicking the same absurdity and i kind of like really respect that and uh um yeah so go that's that's my uh that's my big go to youtube type in robert california highlights um and then watch them and you'll be like oh yeah that's right that was fucking rad um i like actually the robert california highlights better than i like the office um <laughs> Um, I'm also gonna recommend dots, uh, pretzels uh that uh honey mustard powder on them. And um they're really fucking tasty. And like I'm not even like a snacky pretzel guy, but like, and I'm not even like a honey mustard guy, but like it's real mustardy, which is like a little bit of sweet, because I don't really fuck with sweets too much. Um, I'm more like a rack of ribs sort of guy. Um, but like like they're they're delicious they're like little twists and stuff like that and they're just a good like a good like good fun snack um dots pretzels um maybe you should sponsor us dots because i fucking got your back (laughs) maybe it's time you got mine you know
2: if we get pretzels we're gonna need that water
0: yeah, because these, pretz- these pretzels uh, are making <laughs> these pretzels are making me thirsty. And um, anyways, um, can't can't not say it. Can't I can't I can't not say these pretzels are making me thirsty. I, 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 anyways, Jess, what do you got?
3: Uh, I'm a true crime junkie, so I you just said, me
0: finished- too.
3: Yeah, I just finished a series on HBO Max. So HBO Max needs to get their shit together because that's how I watch all my documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Invisible Pilot. I learned about Gary Bettner who he was a crop duster in Arkansas. Uh, He was this fantastic, he is or was a fantastic pilot, um, like does tricks and shit. He became, uh, this crop duster from Arkansas became a huge drug smuggler in the United States. And the documentary talks about how he faked his suicide to go on the run. Uh, from the government and then he wound up being involved with the um government and Venezuela and all those that nonsense that went down in the eighties mm. and nineties.
2: Oh, wow. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It was it was very cool. And the guy is just he he has a line. He was like I mean, I don't think the government should tell me what to do. So I like smoking pot and I like doing He was literally just like, "If I want to do drugs. I want to do the drugs. Fuck the government. He said, fuck you so many times. <laughs> um, but like the, the episode, the first episode is like talking about like, you know, his suicide and his family and what they did. And then the end of the episode, this guy starts walking up to a chair to be interviewed. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And then it was him. And then it's, it was a good cliffhanger. I'm like, well, I guess I'm fucking hooked.
0: Yeah, Uh, exactly. a a, a fake A fake death is like you you can't fuck with that. Uh, There was an old rapper named Tim Dog, and he faked his death. And it's just like I just like I just hats off to to, then he ended up really dying later. But like, but hats off (laughs) to the fake death people. You know what I mean? Like, fucking way to go for it. You know what I mean? Like, you just like like what do you like? Wow, it's such a
2: crazy move.
0: (laughs) It's such a crazy (laughs) move. I love it. I mean you.
3: I was hooked on that for i think it was like three or four episodes i want to say
0: no i love Sweet. true crime i am such a true crime junkie. it's like i think it's like actually like damaging my brain at this point like I just like <laughs> i can't i can't like um you should you should check out i just suggest to everybody true crime bullshit it is yeah. a de- it is a deep dive into israel keys and uh yeah. the, um who's like this um like pretty prolific serial killer who like traveled the country a lot anyways um it's really great they they go from just like real like relaying his story to actually now like investigative journalism where they're like actually like trying yeah. to find bodies and and like all this, this stuff and that's pretty fucking cool so
3: i said in another life i would have gone to school for psychology because i really am interested in and this i guess helps with acting too like understanding people's motives and why they do the things they do. Is it their background? Is it in in their nature? Um, but also it would have been really cool to be like a cold case detective or like find missing people and bring them home. Like that's,
1: that's,
3: that's that's the other life. Jess, she would have done that.
0: I, I wish you didn't have to be a cop to be a detective. I know that that people think it's funny, but like, I don't know why I have to be a cop to be a detective. Like, can't you be just a detective, like just somebody who would be good at like, like solving crimes and not be a police officer? You know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's like, I don't don't want to be a cop, but I do want to, (laughs) but I would love to solve murders.
3: You don't Uh, want to be a cop, but you want to help people.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Two different things. Right.
3: Right. Uh, I have pretzels to recommend.
0: Okay, cool. Do it. Do right. it. Hey,
3: <laughs> okay. so there are these pub pretzels at Aldi, and it's the seasoning on them. It is delicious. I don't know what type, what pub, what seasoning, whatever it is, but because <laughs> I work there, I'm always looking at these pretzels, and I got hooked on it. So recommend
0: pub pretzels at Aldi. Uh, pub pretzels at Aldi. Awesome. We don't we don't um, have we don't have Aldi on the West Coast. Oh
3: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So but um but I hear a lot about it. So um, I'm gonna have to uh um i am gonna have to try to I'll, I'll hunt down these pub I, I work in grocery stores as well. You and I have a lot of coffee. Um, yeah. um i work in grocery stores as well and um so i uh would like to uh, I, i'm now i'm on a fucking pretzel bender so it's gonna be <laughs> like we're, we're gonna go hardcore into pretzels so right. i love i love it all right well uh this is uh this has been really a, lo- a super a lot of fun you're uh, an awesome guest and i really appreciate you Um uh, where can we find uh uh where can um uh, your new fans find find you
3: uh, I am on Instagram at Ferris Euler55 and on Facebook at Jess Euler. Don't be weird. Just don't be weird. I don't. you get a lot of weird messages.
0: Yeah, we'll guys, that. guys, just stop. Like yeah. I like just like stop being like just like just be, I, I get that you're like at home and like you're a fucking creep in your head and like and stuff, but like like put the lock that door. <laughs> when you're like talking to somebody like it's threatening and it's shitty and like grow the fuck up, you know, yeah. like just, just stop. It's so easy not to be a dirtbag. All you're right. just going to do is just like, not do it. Just don't do it. Like just don't write creepy things. Don't suggest that creepy things. Like, like, like if you're going to message somebody, just say some nice things, be upfront. Don't be a fucking creep. So tired of fucking creeps. Mm-hmm. Just as like, you, you, you think you find out.
3: We will find out if you're a creep and we will post all over social media. Yep. So
0: yeah. Exactly. We'll fucking I will I might just hunt you down. Like I like I like, you know, yeah. I, I mean it wouldn't be like like will I hunt you down? Maybe not. Would it be completely off brand for me to be like, would I be
2: surprised?
0: Would would anybody be surprised if, (laughs) if Jess hit me up and was like, great one, somebody fucking some creep fucking from who listens to your show, like sent me some creepy fucking pictures. And I'd be like, let's let's go. Let's just go do it. Like just all you do is kill one or two, you know? And then like, and then like, (laughs) and then, and then people would be like, you know, maybe I should do, maybe I should make better choices. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe I should make better choices. So um, thank you everybody so much for uh, tuning in Jonas. We miss you. And we love you. All that mean shit I said earlier, I didn't mean, uh, I mean, mostly, um, but, um, but uh, we'll, we'll welcome you back. Everybody go check out massacre Academy when it hits, uh, when it hits your area, uh, go support uh, Jess and all her, uh, her stuff. Um, this is why we do this show to support the people out there doing like the real work of comedy or comedy uh, and horror and all of these things, because this is uh, this is where the rubber hits the road. So thank you so much for being out there and making this happen. Um, you know, these are, this isn't Hollywood. This is the real wood and we're getting it fucking done. So thank you so much. Um, so go out there. Um, thank you. Uh, hey, I uh, want to give a shout out to, we have a Patreon. Um, uh, it's a uh, go type it into your computer. Just look at it. I don't ask you. Just go fucking look at it, <laughs> and tell me if it interests you at all. Okay, because like, like I don't know if it is. But we have it's AGHP. As in another goddamn horror podcast, AGHP 666, as in we worship the devil. Like, I literally worship a demon beast. Okay, I don't do that, but like, i kind of <laughs> fucking cool if I did. 666 at patreon.com. And it's, it is a fucking, like, it's, it's like, it's just easy. Go look at it. There's like $5. Like, did you like this show? Five, five dollars. You know, I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm fine with doing this shit for free. You know um and the, the people that we have we have some people what are they who are the names what are they, what are they called what do they call themselves Graham. Well
2: we got Jason Daniels, Kristen Pearl, Ashley Ketchum, Chris Fortune, Alan Graham, Jake Jolly, Ron Kanabla, Drew Muldowney, and Stephanie Gurley all members of the Army of the Goddamn.
0: And they and they have a special place when we fucking run this world. So just remember that that you know um another goddamn horror podcast Uber Alice. Um so <laughs> Come back and listen to us. Um, the stats are the same. I love it, you know what? I, I like I, I love you, New Zealand, and I love you, Australia. But you know what? Fucking UK. God damn you are awesome. Like, like you just hold steady in second place there. Like, like Australia and New Zealand go back and forth. Canada moved up to third, Germany's down in there, Sweden is there, and Mexico. The fact that we're in Mexico just fucking makes me happy. Fucking love you, Mexico, but fucking UK. Ah, uh, it's just so, it's just such a good, like, fucking just makes me the, the happiest. Uh, people in Wales. Ah, uh, I love it. My last name is technically Welsh. um. So, like, like, fucking thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Um, hit us up. Let us know what you're what you're watching, what you're listening to. Um, and if we if you got anybody we want to talk to, let me know. I would love to uh, love to do that. So um, thanks everybody for else for tuning in and uh, come back and join us some more. We got some great stuff coming out. Uh, go check out our Art the Clown um, interview. We in Terrifier two is about to come out. The trailer dropped. Go check that shit out. Um, and Ooh, we have, it looks good. It looks good. And and we <laughs> and we interviewed Art the Clown a while back, and uh, that guy is is really, really, really cool. So, um, uh, yeah, go check it out. And I really beg you to start fires and break glass. Thank you all.